0: welcome to done with debauchery a sobriety and wellness podcast where you'll hear honest experiences about navigating life and relationships without alcohol how to pursue your own personal wellness journey and share intimate conversations with special guests i'm your host keisha scott Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Done With Debauchery, and this is the last episode of 2022. Let's start by doing a little Christmas recap. Usually I spend Christmas holidays in Winnipeg with my family. I take my dog and I usually go for around two weeks, which honestly, it's too long every time, but I never go for a shorter trip. I go for so long because I love spending time with my family. I have young nieces that make Christmas special and it's important to see my grandma and and well, it's important to see everyone, but I'll be honest. It's a lot. It involves traveling to another province, trying to make time to see the people that I'm obligated to see, and then also finding time to spend time with the ones that I actually want to see. The whole thing can just really feel exhausting. I'm often left feeling like I'm being pulled in 10 different directions, and I'm feeling really on edge because I have no time for myself. So this year, I decided not to go back to Winnipeg. I had recently traveled back twice within the last few months, so I had seen all of my family and my close friends And on top of that, I was just having a really hard time trying to find a way to get my dog there. Um, And I don't want to go and spend Christmas without my sweet peachy pie. So ultimately, I decided to stay in Toronto. Toronto. I've never had a Christmas away from my mom, so she did decide to book a flight to be with me. Uh, and she was supposed to arrive a few days before Christmas so we could do some fun things around Toronto, go to the Christmas markets, the different pop-up um holiday events going on. But if you follow me on Instagram or if you're listening to this from anywhere in Canada or the US, you've no doubt seen the shit show that travel has been here over the Christmas holidays. So No surprise, my mom's flight got canceled. They didn't even notify her until about six hours after she was supposed to take the flight that the flight was no longer happening. So luckily I checked before she went to the airport. But that that was really disappointing. She was supposed to come in, I think, on the 22nd. And when the airline did contact her, they basically said that there is no alternative flight options for her. And basically, have a nice Christmas at home, is what they said. So we were both devastated. Um, I was feeling, I think, maybe a little more upset because I was actually then going to be alone for Christmas Eve and most of Christmas Day. We did have plans for Christmas dinner. And yeah, I was feeling so many emotions at once. I was sad, disappointed. I was angry, primarily at the airline. And at the fact that the weather wasn't bad when they canceled their flight. We were supposed to get a storm and it hadn't started yet. So, like, all these emotions were just, like, flowing at once. And that was the first moment that I've had in a really long time where I really felt like I wanted to drink and that I wanted a glass of wine. And looking back at it now i didn't realize it at the time but i actually had a bottle of wine in my apartment that i had got through a company i volunteer with um, and had to take some product shots for their social media so if i really wanted to drink that night i didn't even have to leave the house so obviously i didn't drink it was it was really overwhelming i was really disappointed but instead i decided to just be in my feelings i cried i ate way too many ferrero Rochers that were left over from the sober girls holiday party and i just let myself be disappointed The next morning when I woke up, I actually had a text from my mom saying that she had bought another flight. Well, I actually had like four text messages from my mom of different flight options, her asking random questions, answering them herself, and then a confirmation that she had bought another flight that would be arriving on Christmas day. So we would get to spend Christmas together after all. And I do want to say that I recognize that I'm so lucky and we are so lucky that that was even an option for us because I know a lot of people didn't get to spend the holidays with their families this year because of the airlines, because of uh, winter storms, issues with travel and other circumstances. So I get that Like we were so lucky that we were able to do that. I did end up spending Christmas Eve and half of Christmas Day by myself. And that was the first time I wasn't with family or with anyone for for those days. And it was honestly like really lonely. On top of that, I hadn't really been feeling in the holiday spirit. So on Christmas Eve, I was like on Instagram Looking at everybody celebrating with their families and I felt like I was in kind of like another dimension. I was watching I think Love Island like an old season of Love Island at home and it just didn't even feel like Christmas But the next day when my mom came, um, yeah, things really turned around We had an amazing Christmas dinner. We were invited to one of my girlfriend's places and we spent the evening with her family We laughed uncontrollably. I went fully prepared with non-alcoholic options. I brought a bottle of, I think it's pronounced um, largeol, alcohol-free red wine. It's the one I got from the Clear Sips pop-up. And a little personalized size of Oddbird sparkling wine, again from Clear Sips. And... My friend's mom also didn't drink or doesn't drink so it was really fun showing her the different non-alcoholic options And we enjoyed the bottle of red together. So it was nice to have someone partaking in that with me Now that the Christmas and holiday season is behind us I feel like we can all exhale a big sigh of relief that we made it through I hope that most of us made it through sober. If not, every day is a new day to restart. And I feel like the new year, as much as it is kind of cliche, the new year, new me, it is a really great time to recalibrate and just set your intentions of what you want your life to be in 2023. So as we do go into the new year, dry January and New Year's resolutions are always something that is top of mind. So I wanted to talk about dry January a little bit and why I think it's such a good idea, even if it ends up just being a 30 day break from alcohol or 31 day break from alcohol for you, it's such a good reset for your mind and your body. I actually got sober through dry january it wasn't the last time that i drank but it was a really important part of my sobriety journey that i needed to go through in order to get a little bit of space from alcohol and have a little bit of clarity so i did dry january in 2021 and leading up to that i was really struggling 2020 had been the year from absolute hell and my drinking was really escalating and ramping up so i decided to do dry january i made a commitment to do it with someone else and about halfway through uh the person that i was doing it with decided to go back to drinking And that was kind of my first test with it. Was I going to stick to it and do it by myself because I knew that I needed to? Or was I just going to go back to my old ways and pretend like it never happened? So I ended up sticking through it. I made it through the month without drinking and... It was really hard Uh, I know that there's so many people that are participating in it. It's all over social media But it's hard when your reasoning for doing it is different than everyone else's You're not doing it because you want to you're doing it because you need to And you need to see if you can even make it one month without alcohol So I ended up staying sober through the month and a little bit longer but I did go back to drinking and flip-flopped between drinking and sobriety a few times throughout 2021. Uh, Pretty much throughout the whole year, I flip-flopped. I would go, I think my longest stint was three months, and then I would drink again, and then I would kind of go on this bender cycle. But without doing that first dry January, I wouldn't have had an understanding of what it actually felt like to be abstinent from alcohol for an extended period of time and During that I think it was six weeks That I didn't drink I was able to start implementing other lifestyle changes I was actually meal prepping cooking food at home instead of ordering out every night I had the energy to start going to the gym and doing other things that enriched my life and made me feel better That if I was just drinking the whole way through, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So if you're listening to this and you're on the fence about doing dry January, I really encourage you to try it. It might not be the last time that you drink. It might only be a 30-day break for you. But whatever it is, it's going to be a really good place for you to start. And maybe you're listening and your goal is not complete sobriety, but just moderation or I don't know, whatever it is, there's nothing bad that's gonna come from doing dry January. So if you're on the fence, just try it. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at Done with Debauchery if you need any help throughout the month or if you want any recommendations for non-alcoholic drinks or things that you can say to people who may be questioning you on why you're doing it. Remember, you don't owe anyone an explanation. Just do whatever's best for you. So with that being said, I am going to be taking the first two weeks of January off from the podcast. So there will be no episodes on January 4th or January 11th. This little break is really just to give me a chance to recalibrate. I didn't want to stop the podcast during the holiday season when a lot of people would be traveling home, maybe needing a little bit of extra support and things to stay in their normal routine. But I do need a break um, as well, and I want to be able to make a really great plan for next year and how. I'm going to show up with Done with Debauchery and then plan some really exciting guests to come on the show. So, with that said, keep your eyes out Wednesday, January 18th. I'll be back in your feed. And honestly, this is the last episode of 2022 and I can't believe it. There have been 36 Done with Debauchery podcast episodes and That is 36 more than I would have thought possible at the beginning of the year. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened, shared, downloaded, and reviewed the show. It has meant so much to me that you listen, give me feedback, and that you stuck around when the show transitioned to only me as the host I'm so thankful for the community that I've become a part of through sobriety and this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Have a happy and safe new year, and I'll see you in January. This is Keisha signing off on another episode of Done With Debauchery. If you liked what you heard, please share and subscribe. You can also find me at donewithdebauchery.com or follow along on Instagram at Done With Debauchery. Thanks for listening.